When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Fritz Frivolous with continuous live coverage of the corner of Curious Lane and Just Because Boulevard, the epicenter of the alien invasion. And this just in, King Kong is fighting the mobile suit Gundam. And of course, all of this is happening amidst World War IV, making it pure pandemonium. If only Captain Planet were still alive to save us all. Dude, could you imagine... Casting a movie can be a very difficult task, but replacing an actor can be downright hell. When an actor replaced... Sorry, let's take it from the top. <laughs> Casting a movie can be a very ta... Uh, shit, sorry, again please. Casting a movie can be a very difficult trask. God damn it. What the fuck? Again? Casting a movie can be a very... God damn it, Fritz, you can do this. Cat, cat, Fritzy, Fritzy, come over here. Look, I'm sorry I have to do this to you, but it's nothing personal. It's just business. I have to let you go. But, but I can do this. I can get the lines right. No, no, no. You keep messing them up. You're wasting everybody's time and burning money. We're going to bring in someone else, okay? Sorry. You're replacing me? Replacing me? No one can do this job but me. You'll see. You'll see. No one. Uh, Joe Nonsense, can you come in, please? Just read the lines whenever you're ready. Casting a movie can be a very difficult task, but replacing an actor can be downright hell. Hello everybody, welcome back. I'm Tom Case. And I'm Will Stark. William. Yes. We have a mutual friend that we work with, Haley, mm-hmm. and I have to give her credit for this question. Oh, okay. Thank so, you, Haley. Yes, thank you very much. We were talking about uh, movies and, you know... Just certain things that, like, give you feel-good, you know, nostalgic feelings when you watch, like, good movies and okay. stuff. Okay, you know? yeah, sure. Like, things that are like that. I love nostalgia. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, know, I know. I knew I knew you would. Well, we were talking about uh, movies, and then all of a sudden she brought up a, a question, which was, what if you can replace a, an actor in a movie, but in a movie that you hate? Would that make the difference for you? Okay. Um... For me, probably not. Usually when I have a problem with the movie, it's usually writer or director oriented mm. or, or even just premise oriented. Um, most actors are pretty good at their jobs. Well, maybe not most, but a good deal of them so, are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A good deal of them <laughs> are. I mean, who are some bad actors? 
Let's start there for some reason. Wow. Can you think, can you name like, and not the obvious ones like, like stand up comedians who are in movies. They're not really actors. They're just saying lines. Yeah, I know. It's hard because like, you know, those are the ones that you would want to go to first or people mm-hmm. who are, who are slashies, you know what I mean? Where they're like, slashies. I'm a model slash actress or like, oh, yeah, or I'm yeah. a, you know what I mean? Or yeah. I'm a rapper slash actor. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. which oddly <laughs> rhymes. <laughs> and, uh, but, but you know what? It's, it's hard because you're right. It's, you would want to look for someone who was just an actor mm-hmm. because, you know, you try to pick someone that's yeah, like you something can't, else. Maybe don't pick on someone who is talented enough to do both, even if not necessarily well, like both acting and yeah. something else. And more like, no, what is someone who is an actor who should not have that job? Um, okay, well, let's let's flip that. Who's a, who, who are some of the great actors? Who do you think are? Oh, man. Like, Robert De Niro. Um, I loved Robin Williams and anything yeah, that he yeah, acted, yeah, dude. He oh jam, my gosh. gosh. Absolutely um, love everything yeah. he did. There's, I mean, there's a lot of good actors. Some, you know, that I can't even bring a lot of them to my mind. My mind is working so fast right now that it's, it's a, it's a jumble. In there. <laughs> it's funny to me because you watch so many movies. I know. To me. Yeah. Okay. And you know what else is funny what? is when we are watching those movies and I know my wife hates <laughs> this. I'm the, I'm the guy that's always like. Oh, babe, that actor right there, he was in Navy. Oh, so, my know, God. I, I'm yeah, that person. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, that's this actress. She was in this and that one and this. You know, yeah, like, I'm always yeah. pointing that out. I'm the I'm the one who's always like, who is this person? Their face looks familiar. Yeah. And yeah I start Googling. Yeah. It's like, oh, they were in that one yeah. thing. I know. What, what happened? I missed yeah. it. I know. It's always funny, too, because my wife, my wife will do that. So she'll be like, oh, isn't that? And I'm like, and then, but then, you know, she wants it real quick. And uh-huh. my answers are always long. I'm always like, well, okay, you remember that one movie? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. That's exactly what it is. Okay, so back to your question. What and is... I don't think we... I'm going to say this, but I okay. think you know what the parameters are. Oh, the Just take a movie right. that you can think of uh-huh. that could or would be better if you replace the actor from that movie with another. Okay. Yeah. All right. And the objective of this question is... I just want to see which actor would be replaced and by whom and why. Okay. All right. Yeah. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, I could go first. Okay. Um, I'll let you go first. So, okay. Let me go first. And I'm sure that if I have any other family and friends that listen to this podcast, they're, I'm pretty sure they know what I'm going to say because we've had a heated debate about oh. this. And it it started with the new Mortal Kombat film. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now I love Mortal Kombat and the game. The game. Yeah. Um. I did. I do like the movies. The very first movie. You know, it was it was awesome. I thought it was really good. You know, it was very for, nostalgic. For its time or whatever, yeah, for yeah. its time. Yeah. You know, and this new one. To be honest, it was cool with the updated graphics, and you know, they finally got an Asian Raiden. You know, right? Like right. someone. You know, you know <laughs> who was the saying? actor like, plays the original? I don't remember the name, like the but it was dude, yeah. You know? and, and then and then when he didn't return it in the sequel. They got another white actor, you know what I mean, <laughs> to play an Asian god. It was like, a sign of the times. <laughs> yeah, it was true. It truly was. It yeah. truly was. But so, okay, the new Mortal Kombat came out. And one of the first problems that I had with all the Mortal Kombat films mm-hmm. was Sonya Blade. Okay. Okay. I think, I did I think not, you talked to me about this. You don't yes, like Sonya Blade. I do not. Like as, a, as a character? No, no, no. I love Sonya Blade oh, as okay. a character in the Mortal Kombat game. I get what her character is. Okay. You know, it all makes sense. I like her character. Maybe. I don't like the actresses that they picked to play her character. Why don't you explain to the audience, for those who aren't familiar with Mortal Kombat and myself, who is Sonya Blade? Like, what is her deal in the game? Sonya Blade is like a, uh, she's, I guess just to sum it up real quick, she's like a, um, kind of like a military 
you know what I mean? Like special, badass special, special ops. Yeah, she's yeah. like special ops, and and her uh, she's been assigned to follow Shang Tsung. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and like and and to find out all, all his dirty dealings. She's mainly after Kano, mm-hmm. right? And she finds out. You know, later on through Kano that he's hooked up with Shang Tsung. And then she finds out about the Mortal Kombat tournament. Okay. She starts, you know, so she's g- like gathering all this information. a spy detective, military combat specialist. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's someone that uh, kicks ass. Like, yeah. she can kick ass. Okay, right? cool. Yeah. So, what's the problem with the with the casting? So, the casting that I didn't like. I'm sure these these actresses, they're good actresses. They're, mm-hmm. they're probably really good in other movies. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that they fit. Sonya Blade's character. Sonya Blade's character, you need to get a woman that is that you know will kick ass. You know what okay. I mean? And these women they just don't I don't, they don't see that. Look. I, I don't they don't, they don't have, have the look. The they, I didn't see the the attitude. Okay. I it just when I see them fight, it didn't look real. You know what I mean? I know mm. it's fake. It's a movie. But like when you're mm. gonna do that, you mm. know what I mean? Like you want to try to make it as real I would want to make it as realistic as possible. Okay, yeah. Uh, now I haven't seen this movie, so mm. I have no opinion, neither here nor there about it. Um what do you think this is tangentially related? Um Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. What what are your feelings about her? Okay, see, I actually thought she was believable. Yes. When I okay. saw her and you know, and I'm I'm not just trying to say it's it's physical attributes. Like I'm not trying to say just because of her her physical look, mm-hmm. but it was her attitude as well. You know she's what I mean? She's a good actress. I yeah, she's and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Too. She was very. She's a very good actress. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the combination of her, like her physical appearance mm-hmm. and her her attitude of when she's acting and, and doing some of these stunts. You know, I don't think she does all of them, but like, yeah. but it was believable enough. It was believable to where. I was like, oh, I could believe like she would kick someone's ass. So you want someone mm-hmm. who has the right um, gravitas plus acting abilities mm-hmm. plus uh, the proper physique for ass kicking? Exactly. Yeah, in. exactly. And Marvel is known very mm-hmm. much for their like they have very strict like physical uh, regiment like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not parameters, but um, Every every actor who's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe has to be a certain level of fitness. Oh yeah, and yeah. It's against their to. contract to fall below that. I who know. who was I hearing about who was who was getting ready to retire because like they just can't Oh, Dave Bautista. He's done. Oh, he's, that's he, right. he's done he after wanna... he just his body can't do it anymore. You know, he's fifty two. Yeah. And you know, and he's huge. Harsh. Like he's I got know. a lot of mass and like even when you're younger, gaining that much mass is hard to do. Um almost impossible to do naturally, but mm-hmm. it's hard to maintain no matter what. And then at his age, it must be just a living nightmare to maintain and it at that level. Dude, I, yeah. I, I, I could definitely honestly beast. say I can't imagine that because yeah, I don't no, know what, you beast, know, yeah. but you know, on the, on the flip side of that coin, then you have Kumail Nanjiani, the, the comedian. Oh yeah. Who yeah. was, you know, you look at him and he, he looked like your very frail comedian type person. Right. But now he's jacked because he's <laughs> going to be the, in the Eternals, which right, is Marvel. Right. Well, yeah, again, and so, so now he standard. has to meet that standard. Yeah. And he did. Dude, yeah. they, they showed a picture of him. I was like, oh my. God, I mean, guys. it's easy when you have a personal trainer and you. Oh steroids. yeah, and you have and I exactly. You, yeah, you use the yeah. But still, why I mean, wouldn't they? Yeah, but still, they have to put that work in. <laughs> oh, you without know a doubt. I mean? Like yeah, I, I was yeah. just kind of impressed. Well, I was without like, wow. a doubt, yeah. And and yes, I am still impressed by him. Yeah, but okay. But, so back to what I was saying with um Sonya with Sonya Blade. So and in case you're wondering, yes, it is all the Mortal Kombat movies, the major motion pictures that came out. You would recast I, her in every single one. Yes. Do you but, have someone in mind? Uh, you know what. I did have someone in mind, but here's here's there's two problems. One, 
I don't know. I I wouldn't say she's the greatest actress out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I don't think she sucks mm-hmm. in acting, yeah. but it would be Ronda Rousey. I, I think, heard she was very bad. Yeah, but I've I mean, never I've never seen anything, so I can't speak to that. Yeah, person. exactly. Same. Yeah, same here. Yeah. I I've I've seen like certain clips yeah. here and there, but that's only when they would when someone else was talking about her being an actress. Also, so. again, I'm not hooked into the UFC like uh, scene in uh-huh. any way. I don't. I'm not really watching stuff. But I, isn't her reputation like super tarnished forever? Kind of deal. Like, um, I don't know if it's like super tarnished forever. Now she's no longer in. Uh, the, the problem was she dominated women's MMA for I don't know how many years. Yeah, I right? remember. I remember. And hearing uh, about and her. then and then once uh, you know once that happens when you're like the first one to come in like mm-hmm. she was right, mm-hmm. what happens is all the other women fighters start sharpening their skills mm-hmm. and then it just it just exponentially grows from there. Right. And so what ended up happening was then you she, had she fell behind exactly okay. and and so because like she her main thing was like uh, judo. And and uh-huh. stuff like that. So she was she, she would almost win all the time off of an arm bar, right? I don't know what that uh, is. An arm bar is like it's a hold, it's uh-huh. a grab that you can do, which would almost break someone's arm at the elbow. Oh, right. So you make and you, them you tap. use your whole oh, body. Right. To, yeah. Oh, now it's like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you yeah, use yeah, your yeah. whole body I've to seen do that. Before. That's so cool. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she would do that almost in every fight. She would win just like don't let that, her get right? your arm. Yeah, exactly. She was she uh, she went to the Olympics and, and won. For that, you know, she won I mean? a medal. Yeah, oh nice. And uh, but you know, then you hit, then Very you started impressive. getting a lot more people who are striking. Better right? competition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And then they found out, oh, you know what? She wasn't that good at defending herself when it came to strikes. Oh, and, she and wasn't they that, found a weak. Yeah, and oh, and she wasn't that good delivering strikes as these other fighters. Oh, okay, so then it, it just it just grew, and then she fell out of out of championship. Okay, but now she's that. in the WWE um, as a uh, rowdy Ronda Rousey. Right. Oh, that's and Roddy Roddy cool. Piper. You know what you remember? I, I oh, no oh yeah. I'm sorry. I'm old. I'm sorry. <laughs> back in back in my day, there was this. But that's cool. Yeah. I think that's really cool. <clears throat> yeah, it was good it's, for her. Yeah, that's right. She she's very successful now. Yeah. And um, but that's someone that I would totally believe as Sonya Blade. I would mm-hmm. be like, oh yeah, this. Of course, I know she kicks ass. You okay. know what I mean? But there's two problems. One would be I don't know how good her acting chops is. Okay. Two. Now, even though I said across the board on all Mortal Kombat's, uh, mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat's, um, it's the first one that really got me. The, the first Mortal Kombat <laughs> it's the that first came out. one that made me yeah. angry. And the reason why is this actress. I'm, I'm not going to say her the name, but <laughs> I, I'm sure everyone's going to know once I say the movie she's in. It's because right before they came out with Mortal Kombat, which I think came out in August or maybe it was like June. We're talking about the one like when I was a child, right? Okay, yes. <laughs> yes, when you were a child and I was a teenager, Will. Okay. okay. Right. Um, I just want to make sure. Yeah, I know, yeah. Yes, that that one. Um <laughs> the, uh, so what happened was the actress they got mm-hmm. came out in January in what film? It was Billy Madison that starred Adam Sandler, right? Oh, okay. She played Veronica Vaughn, which was okay. this school grade teacher, uh-huh. right? Who Billy Madison, which was Adam Sandler's character, falls in love with. Okay. Okay. Here's my thing. If you can play a convincing, like, kindergarten teacher or first grade teacher or whatever, you know, K mm-hmm. through 5 teacher, you are probably not going to be convincing as a kick-ass I special ops person. I disagree. No, there's no All right, way, here's Will. your question. <laughs> Would Scarlett Johansson not pull off being a, a teacher, an elementary school teacher? Of course she would. She's fucking amazing. 
Yeah, okay, you know what? I'll be honest. If I saw her in that role, it wouldn't be as amazing as amazing as she did with Black Widow. I can tell you that. Well, that's just because I you see, like superheroes. But, like, no, you know, but no, I, this I could just, be an I elementary teacher drama that rings the heartstrings and makes you weep, for all you know. Like, tragic. <laughs> A kid dies of cancer in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson <laughs> will probably be able to pull it off, but she's but that's because she's that good of an actress. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But this person actress, was not, yes, was not. Yeah. And she all was, I'm saying she is was good I'm as refuting your statement that one who plays a teacher so convincingly <laughs> could not play a badass so convincingly. Man, Granted, yes, this woman couldn't. Yes, but, this but, definitely not this actress. She was awesome. Those Veronica Vaughn. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm, trying to say she's a bad actress. I've never seen it's, that movie. It's either. just <laughs> Will. You need to go see movies. I'm going to make a list. Everyone um, listening, make a list for Will and send it to him, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll never get to it. I know. I know. Um, okay, so Sonya Blade, is that is that is that your yeah, one? Yeah, so that's my one. That's uh, okay. the one that I would pick. I find it impressive how often Mortal Kombat comes up on our podcast. <laughs> Does it really? I think no, it's been at least three times. I know the, uh, well, what was the other one? I just want to know. Reboot Fight Night? Yes. I think episode like five yes. or four or five. I swear it's yeah. come up another time, too. Really? I, I'll, I'll have to look back through our catalog. It'll, it'll come back to me. It probably. I we swear probably it's did. come up on three. We probably did. <laughs> okay. So mine is... It's going to be Harry Potter. <laughs> now, before I say okay. anything else, I'm going to make everyone mad by saying I do not like the Harry Potter movies. Yeah. I do absolutely love the books. I grew up with the books and they are very precious to me. Do, I, do I, you I, hear that, Will? I hear the mad grumblings of all our <laughs> listeners know, right I now. Know, absolutely. Um, I adore the books. I, I reread the books probably once every few years. They're fucking amazing. Um, there are things about the movies that I think are spectacular. I think, I think objectively speaking, the movies are very good, but for me personally, I can't stand them. I just, they don't capture the magic of the books to me. It just feels like a, a shadowy facade of, you know, what, what, what the books are. Yeah. But that being said, the casting, I think, is pretty spot on. I think they do a really good job. Um, I hear that a lot, by the way, what but, you just said about what? the books. Like, whenever there's, like, a like books going to the movies, mm-hmm. especially if it's a popular book, mm-hmm. the movies ne- the movies usually always pale in comparison. It's, it's difficult for them to, yeah. but, like... The two different it, mediums are hard to translate because you can have an infinite so. amount of That being pages, said, like, you know? there are ways to capture something, the essence of something... And, and and transfer it to a different media. I think yeah. Lord of the Rings. That was it did it amazingly. Yeah. And Lord of the Rings, the movies are different from the books. There's lots of missing parts. They change some up, they fuse some characters together, but it stays true to the spirit of what Tolkien made. And it feels like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It feels like Tolkien's work. Um you could say the same about Scott Pilgrim versus the world. They leave out a lot. I mean, there's no way they couldn't. We're talking about six full blown graphic novels into an hour and a half movie. And yeah. they do the same thing. Like, a lot of stuff gets cut. A lot of, like, roles get fused. But it stays true to the spirit of the original work. So that's why you and I are, like, the opposite sides of the same coin. It's because, like, I don't... I like the, the medium of film. So I yeah, usually I do don't... Too, I but, do, well, but, yeah. but but you're, like... But you do, yeah. like, reading. Uh, yes, and you usually so. prefer... I would, I would say yes, you probably absolutely, prefer... Yes. See, and I would prefer <laughs> just watching the movie. When I do know that there is a movie coming out and that there's books, mm-hmm. I don't read the books. <laughs> yeah, I don't because I that's want sad. to just. I, I, I know, see, but I, like, that's well, how I, I, I do know. think there there's something to be said about watching a, th- a film mm-hmm. and then reading the book. I, mm-hmm. I feel like that's almost the best way to enjoy things because then you're not going to go in like going from movie to book. You're not going to go in expecting things that won't happen or won't be delivered. You're only going to get more. 
versus the other way around is if you've read the book, you're going to go in expecting certain things and there's things that are going to be missing. Okay, but that being Mm -hmm. said, um, casting Harry Potter, pretty much spot on. I only have two quibbles. Um, The first one is Voldemort. I can't stand... I know the dude's supposed to be a great actor. I don't even remember his name. Like, I remember everyone was so excited and... You know, like he, he's he's so impressive and this and that yada. He just sounds so stupid to me, and I'm not a fan <laughs> of his look either. Even though like it does mostly fit how he's described in the book, I I always picture Voldemort as way more imposing and like almost scalier. But anyways, um, the noselessness just it it doesn't work. Even though I know he's supposed to be noseless. But anyways, if I were to pick a different actor to play Voldemort, yeah, um, I don't know if the age quite lines up, but. I can think of no one better than Michael Fassbender. Oh, okay. Uh, and Michael Fassbender is, he's been in a lot of movies. Um, my favorite movie that he's been in was uh, actually an NC-17 movie called Shame. If you haven't seen it, it's a fucking masterpiece. It's very good. It's him and Carey Mulligan. Um, it's very <clears throat> interesting. It, it's uh, commentary on people with uh, sex addiction. addiction. Um, but I digress. He's, you know, most people probably know him from X-Men First Class as the young man. Yeah. Know. And, uh, yeah, that's, oh, maybe I should have led with the shame, yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. that's my favorite movie uh-huh. he's in. He's been in other things, 12 Years a Slave, other movies. Uh, the main thing about Michael Fassbender is number one, he's an excellent actor and yes. with a wide range, but he very much has a natural intensity to him. Mm-hmm. And especially with his eyes, very piercing. Um, and he also has a very strong, baritone style voice and i just can picture him behind the prosthetics of voldemort and bringing a whole like, that would scary change gravitas because yeah. voldemort should be terrifying. that would be a very different voldemort like, if he was yeah he i think so him. too and like the thing about these villains like i'll use darth vader as an example like if you've never seen star wars before and you see it for the first time like uh the original trilogy vader has some serious fucking gravitas the dude is oh, scary yeah. And that's what makes him so good, um, along with other things. But Voldemort should evoke that fear. Like, when Voldemort shows up, you should have an oh-shit feeling in your heart. Um, maybe it's because I don't care for the movies that much, but I never got that that's, feeling from Voldemort. I, I, I wanted think to bring that. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up because yeah. you and I did have conversations about this before with yeah. this movie. And But, see, I did have that. I did have see, that, like, oh, shit right. moment. I, I might be the yeah, wrong that's, well, person Well, I don't ask. know if that's you're wrong, but, but no, it <clears> shows the, the very different side you know a very different perspective from that because right. i think i've heard of other people who have read the books mm-hmm. and also don't like the movie and they mm-hmm. have the same problems the same with with yeah. other characters too yeah i was gonna mention so, my other one yeah so because it's not just Voldemort. that's, mm-hmm. that's the first one the second one is difficult for me it's dumbledore so okay uh everyone who's familiar with the movies knows that there's there's two actors who play dumbledore richard harris who does dumbledore in the first two movies i believe um mm-hmm. he passed he passed away before yeah. he was able to do any more. Um, I like Richard Harris even before Harry Potter. Um, he's in The Count of Monte Cristo. Does a great job. Oh, He's been okay. in many other that's, things too, yeah. but that's like the main thing I'm remembering from him. But um, he really captured Dumbledore mm-hmm. from the books for me. Like Dumbledore is this weird balance between like being wise, hyper-intelligent, super powerful and talented, but he also has this childlike whimsy, this twinkle in his eye, yeah. this smile on his face. When Dumbledore shows up, whenever he's in the room, like... There is a, a feeling of warmth and safety and protection, and mm-hmm. it's like having an angel amongst you. Yeah, like, you he know. he was never like he was never 
too high or mighty to, to no. talk to anyone. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Was, yes. And I feel like Richard Harris captured it perfectly. And sadly, yeah, he, he passed away. Now, they got Michael Gambit, who is a fantastic actor. I mean, he like world-class good actor. And he brought a different aspect to Dumbledore that I did not care for. Like, he's just too stern and stoic and intense. And, like, he does capture that part of Dumbledore that is, like domineering and powerful yeah but then he goes a little too far with it and like i at that point in the movies when dumbledore is on screen i stop feeling like there's a safe grandfather that you can confide in and i start feeling like there's a stern schoolmaster who you don't want to tell too much because you'll get in trouble exactly. and that yeah. if that's how dumbledore's making you feel then he's not dumbledore and that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> when it comes to why i don't like the casting <laughs> but if i were to recast it I thought about long and hard, and I ended up coming up to, with what is the most obvious answer. And hilariously enough, it's the other guy who played Magneto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Ian McKellen. Uh-huh. And he, who also played another wizard. He played yeah. a wizard, yeah. Ian McKellen, <laughs> um, even better actor than Michael Gambit. Dude is seriously, oh, he, yeah. he makes my top five actors of all time. Fucking love everything yeah. Um He played Magneto. Sir Ian. Sir, yes, Sir <laughs> Ian McKellen. No, I apologize. Um, Sir Ian McKellen played uh, Magneto, mm-hmm. and he played Gandalf. And fuck it, he could be Dumbledore too. Because as Gandalf... Oh yeah, he definitely... Yeah, as Gandalf, Ian McKellen did find this balance, which is very reminiscent of Dumbledore, no surprise, Dumbledore is obviously based off Gandalf, um, of being wise, domineering, powerful, but also having that softer side to him, especially when dealing with the hobbits, Mm -hmm. which Gandalf loves like he does, like as if they were his children. And he has a very soft spot for it. It's like a huge part of his character. And when he speaks with Frodo or Bilbo or any of the hobbits, there is a grandfatherly safeness to him, a warmth, a twinkle in his eye. Like, um, I don't know how to put it other than that. And since he was able to capture that, I'm sure he could have transferred that and tweaked it a bit to be a very good Dumbledore. Yeah. Um, it was also, too, when he when he did do that and he had to play Gandalf the Grey and Gandalf the White when he comes back. Mm-hmm. You know, and they were very two different Gandalfs. You yes. know what I mean? But, like, but it was Gandalf the Grey. I also he was he was... Like vulnerable, yes. You know what I mean. Was. Gandalf the White when he came back, you could tell the confidence was boosted. Yeah, you know what I mean. He was like, he was like, get away from me, motherfucker! Like I'm Gandalf the White now. Absolutely, you know? God, I love Gandalf. He's yeah. one of my favorite uh, fictional characters of all time. Yeah, but um, I don't know if I had anything more to say on that. I felt like it did. I thought no. I think I think that that's very good. Yeah. You know, you know, it's funny. I want to tell you this because what? I don't think I told you this already. But when me and Haley were first talking about that, I actually thought. Uh, we were kind of trying to guess what what you might oh, pick. Oh, my, yeah, okay. what, what you would pick. What were your guys' guesses? And, uh, well, I was thinking that you were going to pick something in the Star Wars film. Oh, right? I don't. But, no, no, no. I don't talk about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, go, go ahead. Oh, there may be a future episode <laughs> where we sure might have I'm sure there will be. No, but Haley was saying how she was she wanted to switch. Um, I think it was her or maybe it was her friend. Wanted to switch the actor who played um, Anakin Skywalker, the the older Anakin Skywalker, Hayden Christensen. Oh right, right. right. And uh, <laughs> then they were thinking, like we were talking back and forth, and Haley was like, "Yeah, you know, you know that actor." And I totally thought she was going to say Keanu Reeves because, <laughs> right? Because I think because I because like we were talking about a bunch of movies, okay. and I think we mentioned a movie with Keanu Reeves. In yeah. It. yeah. And so then I started thinking like. Keanu Reeves, like the guy from Bill and Ted, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, the guy, John Wick, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? The Matrix, right? Yeah, yeah. So I started, I started thinking about, uh, like, what if he was 
Anakin Skywalker. And he <laughs> well, and he I was I was thinking if Keanu yeah, if, yeah. if he was Anakin Skywalker and that scene where he talks about killing the sand people. And if, if that was him, he'd be like, <laughs> I killed them. I killed them all. They're dead. Every single one of them. But not just the men, but the women and the children too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I swear to God, I hate, I hate everything that just happened, but but it was amazing. But Um, I thought about it. Good Keanu Reeves. Oh my God. I I actually, I want to speak just real quick. Mm -hmm. I want to be a little bit of a tiny defender for Hayden Christensen. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was the acting that was the problem. I think the lines were ass and I think he did the best he could. And he's a really nice guy from what I hear. Mm -hmm. You know what? You know, you know what's funny about that is, uh, like I like these movies, and even and even though I like the movies, there is still one person I would try to replace, and that was the young Anakin, the boy. Oh, the child. Yeah, the child. And 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 nothing against him. I I do have a problem. I have to admit this. I do have a problem with children actors. A lot of times when I, I mean, see most children, of them are bad. Yeah, it exactly. Takes because years they're, yeah, exactly. The art, and there was only Fanning and you're just I was going to say the only two that I have ever <laughs> ever raved about when it was uh, Dakota Fanning and Haley Joel Osment. Right, uh, uh, yes, like from yes. the Sixth Sense, yeah. right? Um, those two child actors blew me away when I saw them. I was like, wow, "They're they." I believe them as kids. Yeah, they had most kids actors, I don't believe them. However, what you just brought up too, I don't always think it's the actor's fault because you got to think about it's writing yeah. and the director. Yep, you absolutely. know what I mean. And they may be telling them, yep. you know, you have to act like this, do it mm-hmm. like this, and mm-hmm. they do it like that, and it's the bat. It's not a good choice. Yeah, exactly. You know. Um, real quick, I, I did want to go over some Fritz facts here. Oh, okay. Uh, the world's earliest surviving motion picture film showing actual consecutive action is called Round Hay Garden Scene. And it debuted in 1888. Oh, yeah. It's a short film directed by a French inventor, Louis Le, Le Prince. Um, and it's just two uh, 2.11 seconds long. Mm. But it's technically a movie. What happens? Uh, it's, it's literally just a horse like galloping. Like when you, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, it was, it's like one of those things, um, like a gif, kind of like a gif. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they would put, and And you you could actually see them in the thing and you could spin it if you put the light there. That's pretty cool. Um, Dwayne Johnson earns the most, he's the highest paid actor in 2020. 2021 isn't the, isn't finished yet, but estimated earnings of 87.5 million. Yeah, sounds about right. After him is Ryan Reynolds and then Mark Wahlberg. Wow, man. Ryan Reynolds is just staying on top, isn't he? I know, man. That Mark Wahlberg. You know, I, he can be cool, but I just don't get it. He he can be funny, but I, I just don't get why he's so successful. Why he's so I yeah. think he's a great actor. You don't uh, think so? I, I like Great him. actor? You think I, Mark, I, Wahlberg I, Mark Wahlberg is a is great a, well, actor. He's a very good actor. I, I mean, don't I, think he's even a good actor. Really? He's you, marginally above average. No, he's he's a pretty good actor. He's a pretty good actor. I mean, in the movies I've seen, I, I've enjoyed him. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I was really surprised that Ben Affleck wasn't in the top three. Considering I'm that he's surprised doing the Batman, that you were surprised. Like, well, what, considering what he that he's recently doing the Batman and everything. Like, yeah, but that is that is that out? Is that a thing now? Well, I mean, he, well, he was Batman. So I mean, like he was Batman then, once, right? He was Batman in. Um, that was a long time ago. Batman, Batman vs Superman, and in uh, Justice League. Uh, and, yeah, you know what I mean? Like I, I just figured that. that like that's kind of the hot thing now. Like no, I would have thought I would have well, thought he would be in twenty twenty in the top three. Because in twenty twenty was um, it's hard because no movies. No, this year you know what? This year they brought out the Snyder cut. Yeah, that's, that's, true. Yeah, that's true. I'm thinking twenty twenty year of the pandemic, like. 
no movies came out. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So um, the women on the women's for actresses, mm-hmm. uh, Sofia Vergara is the top paid actress for 2020. Really? What has yeah, she been doing lately? Million. I don't, that's what I thought too. See, <laughs> I, mean, I love her. I like, yeah. I, dude, I love Modern Family. So, oh yeah. I don't so, care. I haven't seen, I everyone tells it, me dude. that that's yeah. a good show. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, and I love um, her and she's amazing. Yeah. And then see, but I also was surprised by that. I thought Gal Gadot would be, uh, or Gal Gadot would be up there. Uh-huh. And uh, but she she's number three. Actually, I mean, everyone Jolie is number did two. hate Justice League, and I heard Wonder Woman two was trash. So yeah, Wonder Woman the sequel it was trash. Yeah, uh, the first one was. I don't see. I don't know first why. One was why? Good. Yeah, it where it went wrong, <laughs> but you know, I'm surprised Scarlett Johansson it wasn't number one of. Yeah, that was. I thought that was weird too. Yeah. She's not even in the top three mm-hmm. on there. But uh, you know, they are estimated. You know, earnings. So mm-hmm. maybe they don't really mm-hmm. know. Um. So the top three box office hits lifetime gross of of all time. Let me, let me let me guess. Uh, lifetime gross of all time. Yeah. Uh, Gone with the Wind, Titanic, and uh, Star Wars. <laughs> oh no! So you got one of them. Oh, okay. Titanic is number three. Avatar. It's Avatar. Yeah. Isn't Avatar is yes. number one. Uh, and I thought that the that Avengers Endgame was going to beat it, uh-huh. but it's number two currently. So it goes Avatar, Avengers Endgame, and Titanic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Two. What is that? Two billion eight hundred and forty-seven million. 246,203 for Avatar. But right below that is 2,797,501,328 for Endgame. So it's, it's right there. Yeah. It's right there. Um, and then I don't know about how, I don't think this is much of a fact, but I know you and I talked about it. Actually, you're the one who, uh, referenced this movie to me and made me watch it. And I'm glad that you did. What was it? And I want to bring this up. What's considered to be the worst movie of all time is a movie called The Room. And oh, it was directed yes. by Love and starred someone named Tommy Wiseau. Okay. So if any of you aren't familiar with this, you need to go and watch this movie called <laughs> yeah. The Disaster Artist. And it stars James Franco. Uh-huh. And <laughs> it is the incredible. Or just go watch The Room. But yeah, go Well, ahead. yeah, you go, yeah, you could like probably find The Room on uh-huh. the internet somewhere. But. Watch The Disaster Artist with James Franco. It's the incredible true story of aspiring filmmaker and Hollywood outsider, Tommy Wiseau, as he and his best friend defiantly pursue their dreams and embark on the hilarious odyssey of making the now infamous cult classic, The Room. That was an awesome movie. I can't believe when you first told me, I was like, what are you talking about? And I started looking. I was like, why would I watch this? And then I watched it and it's I was totally incredible. entertained. Yeah, uh, Tommy Wiseau is an animatic figure and... He accidentally made a masterpiece. It is fucking hilarious. And you couldn't do it. He couldn't have done it on purpose. And I've heard his other movies are not so good because he tries leaning into the comedy. Yeah. I, I hear they're still, you know, they are what they are. They're Tommy Wiseau. But The Room, it's glorious, man. I know. Gotta check it out. And I still want to know where where he came from and where he got his oh, money. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. There's, for, there's a lot of mystery around him. No one knows who he really is. For those of you who don't know, watch the movie and then you'll know what we're talking about right now. Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) So to recap, I would change the actress for Mortal Kombat, the the actress that plays Sonya Blade. And Will would change Voldemort and Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Dude, could you imagine? Breaking news. A new study suggests leaving an iTunes review is very important for newly created podcasts. So to nurture your new favorite podcast, make sure to leave an iTunes review. This has been Fritz Frivolous, reminding you to like, comment, and subscribe. Will and Tom, back to you.
faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound, Kal-El, the last son of Krypton, the man of steel, Superman, arriving to Earth in a small spacecraft crashing down in the fields of the Kent farm in Smallville, Kansas, taken in by Jonathan and Martha Kent, two humble and hardworking people living in the heartland of America, raising an alien who would grow from an extraordinary boy into a Superman. But what if your child was Superman? What if you raised a child that had the same powers and at the same level? How would that change your life? Let us get some parental advice from our two fortunate fathers, Will and Tom, as they take super baby steps to answer this question. And we're back. So, if any of you out there are listening, you may know this, but Will is soon to be a father. Indeed. Right? Yes. Actually, two it's weeks. very close. Two, two weeks, weeks is, right? Like, yeah. I think technically three weeks is due, but she's telling me she feels like it's going to be early, and I believe her. So, yeah, two weeks. True. I mean, like, I guess if you really had to know, you'd have to go and ask the mother. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Which, but, two weeks from today, is also my birthday, which I'm really hoping he actually is born on my birthday. That would be pretty cool. then I can hide my birthday behind his <laughs> But what if he forward. ends up having like some complex of that now? Like, and then well, when then, he grows up, then even better, we could be buddies and be like, "Hey, don't celebrate our birthday. We're gonna go play video games. Leave us alone." But anyway, that would be awesome. Yes, it would yeah. be fucking great. I can't wait to meet your kid. <laughs> but because you are soon to be a father, Will, mm-hmm. what if you raised Superman? Oh fucking god! <laughs> and okay, here, here's the parameters. All right, yes, please. Okay, Dear you're god. not actually raising Kal-El. Okay. okay. And you're not finding a crashed spacecraft with a Kryptonian inside. Okay. Your fiance will give birth like normal. Okay. However, and then, okay, this is the part where you may have to pay a little bit of attention to. Starting around his eighth birthday, you start to notice certain changes, like increased speed and strength. Around his ninth birthday, you notice he could jump extraordinarily high, almost like he's levitating. You notice spontaneous fires erupting around the house where he had just been. And you also notice that he can hear sounds that you can't hear from vast distances. Then, shortly after his 10th birthday, you notice that he has all the full-fledged powers of Superman. Okay. So, so around 10th birthday. Around his, yeah, around the 10th, <clears throat> just shortly after his 10th birthday. And the objective of this question was, I want to see how you would handle this situation. And how would this would change your life and how you live? Okay. So, a couple questions. Number mm-hmm. one. You say full powers of Superman. Do we really mean that? Like, so, really mean that? <laughs> what do you mean by Can you run didn't? around the world at the speed of light? Oh, and, yeah. Like, the, uh-huh. the, okay, so for all intents and purposes, it's it's Superman. Mm. Shit, what was my second question? It was more important than that one, and I completely forgot. <laughs> you wasted yeah. your question. <laughs> it's, like, it's gone. Um, Wouldn't that be funny if I give you a limit of how many questions that you would can be, ask me? I would be very oh, my God, you... I would flip the table. Podcast <laughs> over. Oh, I remember my second question. Okay. <laughs> um, do I have, this is the real world, right? So I do have oh. knowledge of Superman. Oh, you know what? I didn't think about that, <laughs> but, uh, I'm going to say yes. This okay. is the real world now. Okay. So in two weeks, yes. your fiance is going to give birth uh-huh. <laughs> to the Superman. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. <laughs> so if I have knowledge that I have now of Superman, which I do have a lot, I've mm-hmm. read a lot of Superman comic books. Um, I guess I'm, I'm going to go for the, uh, 
Um, I just said how much I know about Superman. I'm, I'm struggling to remember Superman's dad's name, John Kent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go the John Kent route. I'm really going to work super hard, pretty much nonstop, on instilling very strong ethics and morals and down to the philosophical level with this kid. Um, and if he's not, like, uh, taking it in as the Kalel did, like, naturally, mm-hmm. I'm going to try and find fun, interesting ways to really instill it in him. Because that's the only way that this is going to work. Someone has a man's power level. If they're not, like, morally... Um, sound. Sound isn't even quite there. They have to be morally um, exceptional. Oh, I see what you're saying. They are way too dangerous to be allowed to live. Yeah. If you ask me personally. Yeah. Just speaking of <laughs> Oh, my God. So, this could go a totally different So, way. what I'm trying to say is, <clears throat> I, this is my son. I, 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 need to, I need to get this right the first time. And... I'm probably dedicating my life to this one endeavor to such a degree that I am working on myself, how I can yeah. live as an example. And I'm also, like, studying <clears throat> to a great deal of, like, I mean, obviously, you, can't, you can only study so much how to be a father. But, like, at this point, like, I got I got to take in everything I can. Like, from all the, the professors and the studies and the this and the that. And, yeah. like, really trying to hone my parenting skills. To their utmost. You, you know and, what? Now that you say that, l- yeah. let me quickly ask you this yeah. then. Would you still stay and work where you are now? Or would you no. quit your job We're and try to find to Kansas. something? We are moving as far from people where as we can. Where you can have your job at home and in-home, you know, no, work I mean, from home type job, right? Maybe, maybe that. But I just mean we have to move somewhere rural where, like, the, mm. like where the dangers of this kid doing stuff on accident uh, endangers the least amount of people. Yeah, exactly. So, whether that's going up to a mountain town um, where we're far removed from from people, or out into the middle of rural America, we we got to figure it out. Um, and then, as for like making a living, like we'll just have to make do. We'll have to figure it out. Like whatever jobs are available to us. Like obviously, you know that I'm a podcaster, um, but obviously, like dude, my podcasting takes a lot of work. So like, yeah. I I'm, I'm gonna have to give that up. See, I don't have time for that because I have to focus so much on this kid. Which is why I thought, you know, just like with Jonathan, since you say you're gonna go Jonathan Kent route, mm-hmm. you know, they were farmers, so he mm-hmm. technically did work at home. Yes. You know, a lot of you know, yeah. he may have to leave every once yeah. in a while, but like, you know, ha- you know, having a parent always there or having both parents always there, mm-hmm. that's why I was totally thinking like you would either probably boost up your podcast content or something mm-hmm. so that you could work at home and always yeah, keep an eye on Yeah, I mean, him, maybe. You know? Like, if I could make that work, I would. But, like, basically my entire life would be um, trying to make sure that this kid doesn't turn into the world's smartest, most dangerous nuclear weapon. Yeah. Like, well, I was just about to bring this up. <laughs> Have you – I'm going to say no. I don't uh-huh. think you've seen it. Have you seen Brightburn? No, but I've heard of it. Oh, I my God. That story. is yeah. a really good movie. I might actually rewatch it now that I mentioned <laughs> is it. It is a really good I thought it was really good because right. it shows exactly that. It You know, they have a child, and then the child has Superman-like powers. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, some children, I believe, just grow up to be assholes. <laughs> you know? I mean, I, I you know, because, like, some parents do try, and, and it may not just be the way that they raised the kid. In this movie, they, they did. They tried very hard to raise mm-hmm. a normal kid, you know? Mm-hmm. But... Maybe maybe you you birthed a child that happens to be a sociopath or something, and he yeah, happens they, to have these I, powers. I believe you know? they say like our our I don't know personality is the right word word, but like our mentality is fifty percent genetic, fifty percent environment. So, oh yeah, yeah, 
the nature versus nurture type of thing. It's kind of both. So yeah, I mean, it happens. Mm-hmm. But um, and yeah, and then and then that's the other thing is I'm probably if if it's not working out, if this kid is really dangerous, if he's killing animals, if he's doing terrible things, if he's out of control, oh God, that would, I, the, I think what I'm next I'm doing <clears throat> is I'm I'm trying to figure out what this kid's weakness is so that I could either bring him to Hill or take him out because. No, I'm not. I'm not unleashing a nuclear weapon like that's, that. Nothing like that. It would be a world ender. That would end the world. Superman very, would end the world. That's very Batman of you. Yes, I know. That's what no, it and, is. and it's yeah. very. And it's. Yeah. It's. You know. Unfortunately, I know it sounds harsh. You know, when you're, especially when you know you're talking about your own child. Yeah. Yeah. And Brightburn brings this up too. Mm-hmm. If you, if any of you haven't seen this movie, go see it. But you know, it's it sounds harsh because you're talking about your own child, but when your child essentially has the powers of a nuclear bomb, like, you know, so, so much damage and, and death can, can occur from this Mm -hmm. one kid. Mm -hmm. You have to, you have the responsibility. (laughs) I feel like you have the responsibility to figure this out. So in our last episode, we talked about the Roman empire and I told you how most people, their main critique of Marcus Aurelius was allowing Commodus, his son to inherit Oh, yeah. Um, what he should have done was had his son assassinated. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make the same mistake Marcus Aurelius did if this kid is about to become a world ender. Yeah. So maybe that sounds cruel. I'm not sure. Thanks, Tom. My son's not even born yet. You made me kill him. No. You made me kill my son no, no, no. on this podcast. No, no, no. How no, dare no. you? No, your son, I sure, I'm sure, i sure, would grow up to be the greatest Superman that there ever shall be. Um, okay, so let me ask you this then. Let's do the would yous. Mm-hmm. Would you tell family and friends? Uh, no. Well, maybe. I mean, obviously, like, family, yeah. like you know. I I mean, also, like, I don't know how well I'm going to be at hiding this. If I can get the kid to always hide it, um, if we're going the Kalel route, it's working out. Mm-hmm. I think I'm only letting my sister know outside of, like, the immediate family group of me, my stepdaughter, and my fiancé. See, I've, if, that, if this would happen to me, I would have to tell, like, maybe the closest friend and probably, you know, like my brother, like mm-hmm. someone yeah. that's, you know, that that's a family member. The reason being, I would not <clears throat> feel comfortable letting my child go to public school. I mean, and I yeah. know there's a problem it's, with yeah, that, with, in, in yeah. certain, but yeah. it would have to be, yeah. I, and I would quit my job mm-hmm. because, and do try to do something where I could work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, man, it would have to be round the clock, especially mm-hmm. at yeah. that age. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I was going to, I, you know, at first when I thought of this question, I was going to tell you like, oh yeah, he's born and boom, he has all the powers. But that's too crazy because yeah. like when you're, you know, one, two years old and you have mm-hmm. the power of Superman, there's no way you're no controlling. You have no, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. There's, but, um, there's a anime. I've told you about this before. My Hero Academia. Everyone's wondering. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there is a child, a little girl. Mm-hmm. Who has a power that they're not sure for a long time. You're not sure what it is. I'm not going to spoil what it is exactly. I'm just going to spoil this one small scene. I'm not going to use any words or names, but Mm -hmm. she has a very specific, powerful power. Obviously kids, when they're born, they can't control their powers. They got to learn to her power is detrimental enough that like she kills her own father as a baby. And because of this and um, amongst other things, her life ends up really bad. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that's the situation we would have. Like, I'd probably get my head burned off by accidental laser eyes if. Yeah, right. That's what. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Like, that's why I I wanted to at least give like some time in there, and I know that that you know starting at around age eight, nine, ten is still very very young. Yeah. But I no, think no, no. by that point, the child would understand its own, mm-hmm. you know, your own uh, like bodily functions. <sighs> I at mean, least, honestly, it's it's you know, fucking. That's a rough. 
age yeah. anyways, because guess what's around the corner? Is puberty. puberty. Yeah, that was, I was just oh about to bring gosh. that up. Oh, man, imagine when he would have puberty yeah. and he has that angst. Yeah. And he wants yeah. to rebel against yeah. you, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, you don't know what I'm, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'll be like, you're not wrong. I yeah. don't know what you're going through, yeah, exactly. but I'm trying real hard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what? You're grounded, son. Oh, yeah, am I? Like yeah. <laughs> Immediately levitates yeah, off the ground. exactly. Ground me, Dad. Dad ground yeah. me. I do what I want, you oh, know? Oh, God, that'd be a nightmare. So, um... I kind of know the answers to the rest of these would yous. However, I'm going to change something here. Let's forget about the age part. Let's okay. say he's older now. Let's say he's let's say he's an adult now. Okay. Right? Would you go public at at some point? No, that's his. At, if he wants to, he can. I'm not sharing his business. Would you tell the government? No. Well, I was going to say just in Unless case if you needed help. help. Yes, exactly. No, no. That's I would, what I well, meant. I would tell yeah. them after. <laughs> oh, okay. So after I decided he needs yeah. to go. Okay, so those decisions would have to be made, mm-hmm. and then you would tell the government? Yes, absolutely. Um, would you have your son help people with his powers? Yes. Okay. Even if he didn't want to? Well, no. But I would, I would again, stress the great power, great responsibility exactly. thing. Exactly. Which I do believe, yeah. I would, oh my That's God, if, if that was my son, he'd probably yes. hate me for trying to Oh, yeah, him. this kid's getting raised on superhero movies. Oh, yeah, I know, right? That's all <laughs> that, that, that I would yeah. ever talk to him yeah. about. Um, let's go to some Fritz facts here. Uh, so I have a little bit of mixture of things about having babies and then a mixture of Superman facts. Mm-hmm. So created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, mm-hmm. Superman debuted in Action Comics number one on April 18th, 1938. You know how much an Action Comic number one is <clears throat> worth? I don't know off the top of my oh head, my but it's God. worth so much money. I Same can't with even Detective, fathom that. Dude. Yeah, Detective Comics number one, which mm-hmm. is Batman. Oh, man. If anyone had a mint condition of them, which I'm sure they, <laughs> they probably exist, and they, exist yeah, somewhere. Yeah, They're probably look locked away in a vault oh, in yeah. one of those vacuum sealed plastic. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. What do they call those? Um, like the guard? The guard? No, they don't call it the guard. Sleeve? Like a sleeve? Yeah, I guess like a sleeve. I guess that's or what, what, what do they call hermetically sealed? Yeah, or something <laughs> like that. That's what I was thinking. Because yeah. like you wouldn't want any kind of damage. You could oxygen. Let's see. From what year did you say it came out in? 1938. 1938. So it's, it's almost been 100 years. What? It's been... Uh, 81 years since then? Year, 82 years. 82 years. So right. that's <clears throat> reminiscent to how much a PSA 10 mint condition first edition Shadowless Charizard card would be <laughs> in, let's see, that came out in 1999. So what's mm-hmm. in 2079, that'll, that'll be wow. the same comparability in age. In I, I could not imagine having that right now. <laughs> Still. So go ahead. Sorry. Um, so Superman's actual birthday, what it's called or listed as is 35EORX9998. That's nothing. And for those of you who don't have a Kryptonian calendar, that's February 29th, Leap Day. That's actual, okay. That's actual Superman's well, well, that's the birthday. Fuck ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, hey, I didn't make that. <laughs> I, know, I mean, that's what they know. said. <laughs> um, Approximately 140 million babies are born in the world each year. That's according to the UN. Mm -hmm. Superman has mainly... Okay, Superman has mainly three main squeezes, right? Lois Lane, Mm -hmm. Lana Lane, and Wonder Woman all have alliteration. No, no, it's Lana Lang, right? Not Lana... Is it Lana Lane? No, I said Lana Lang. Okay. Yeah, Lang. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Lois Lane, Lana Lang... And Wonder Woman all have alliteration there. Well, except for technically, if you call her Wonder Woman, one that one bugs me. Yeah, I I know. I felt like that yeah, one was too. Just, no. I like the whole juxtaposition of him being Kryptonian and then it's like with a human, and then he falls in love. With yeah. The also, like Superman isn't the kind of guy to like Wonder Woman's 
thing. Her, she's, yeah, her whole like, don't get me wrong. I love Wonder Woman. I think she's great. Mm-hmm. She's a murderer, but she's oh, yeah. great. Superman and Batman don't That's kill people, and honestly, it, it causes problems because like. Sometimes you just need to kill the bad guy. Yeah. And that's what Wonder Woman's for. She's going to come stab him with a sword. Mm-hmm. But like, and, but they're going to be horrified when she does it. Like, yeah. their ph- philosophical approach to everything they do is so very different. opposing. Yeah. And I, anyways. Yeah, I wouldn't see that happening. You know what I mean? That I, I agree with you 100% yeah. there. Um, I'm watching this, uh, this, uh, TV series on Netflix called, Jupiter's Legacy. I mm-hmm. think I was telling you about this earlier. Yeah. One of the main themes in there is mm-hmm. that their group has this this main core philosophy that they stick to, which mm-hmm. is they never kill. Yeah, the they never philosophy. ever. And yeah. then it shows what the worst possible things could happen because of that, which is where the villains start killing off the good guys because the good guys will never kill the villains. Right. 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 And so you know the, you, you're right. It, it brings up you know stuff that that's just really bad, but. Mm-hmm. So anyways, he has the three main squeezes. In some storylines, he can have children, and he does have children. Mm-hmm. And in other storylines, uh, story he does not have children. The reasons usually being that human and Kryptonian DNA are incompatible. Well, he canonically has a child. Hmm? He canonically has a child. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the actual, like, official D- DC lore. Yeah, in yeah. certain, in certain, yeah, th- that's the official, yeah. that storyline he does, yeah. Yeah. Um, and most recently, though, in, uh, there's a show on CW, uh, Superman and Lois. I've been watching that, too. I actually really like it. He has two twin sons uh, with Lois, and their name mm. is Jonathan and Jordan. That's interesting. And, uh, the, yeah, it, it's, it is interesting. It's very funny because I never thought about Superman in the father role. You oh, know what I mean? I yeah. never think about him like that. And, and it makes you wonder... Would Superman be a good father? There's a really good... Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, because in the show, they bring up a lot of factors where Mm -hmm. he's Superman. He's not always there. He can't be because he's out saving the world. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so a lot of times there was these problems with his sons of him kind of being an absentee father. You know what I mean? Like, they they ultimately understand, but Mm -hmm. it's true. You know, like, it happens. Um, hmm. So, I think it's Brian Michael Bendis who... Is it Brian Michael Bendis? No. It might be some other comic writer. I don't remember exactly, but there was a really good Superman series. And, man, I'm, I, I wish I remember the name of it, but it covers... It basically... It's a focus on Superman with his son, John. And he is a really good father because he's fucking Superman. He's good at everything yeah. he does. It's kind of like his deal. Yeah. And, like, yes, he is away a lot, but at the same time... He is still attentive, doting, teaching, a good role model, and there as much as he can be, which is more than anyone else really would be able to do because he's Superman. Yeah. Um, it's a really good comic book. I'll have to look up the name of it, and then I'll let you know, and then maybe we can revisit this later. But I recommend anyone check it out because um, it's very heartwarming. Yeah, I I mean, it, it does sound interesting. I, I do have to disagree on one point. I, I, I don't like the idea that he's also going to be good as a father. Not not to say that I want him to be a bad father. It's just that I do like it when my heroes struggle on certain... Because I think oh, I mean, in the he end, struggles. You know like, what I mean? He's not perfect. Yeah, in but. this one, they're twin sons. And uh, one of them uh, has powers, and the other one doesn't. Oh, that's right, and the one that does is very—he's—he's very. There's no other way to describe this. He's very emo, right? He okay. is very like brooding this is a very and very strange you know telling I mean? of Superman stories. Yeah, oh yeah, that's yeah, very different. Yeah. yeah, there's there's stuff in there too that happens that you're. It's just not like any other Superman story. Yeah, sure, and I think that's part of the reason I like it is it's, right. it's different enough. Yeah, but yeah, it's very um, it's very good. It it, it shows that side of Superman. Right. Um, 
And then the last Fritz facts I have is, I don't know how to say this name. Mrs. Kristonek. Kristonek? K-R-Z-Y-S-Z-T-O-N-E-K. Gave birth to her daughter, Iga, and son, Ignacy. I don't know how to say those names either. I mean, maybe if I saw them, I'd be able to help you. I don't know. Yeah. Um, After 75 days at a neonatal clinic in the Polish town of Roklaw, it is believed to be the longest labor ever recorded. Oh, it has to be, right? 75 days. Yeah. Ugh, I'm not, I mean, I have no idea what it, what it's like to even give birth, obviously, because I'm a man, but, like, I could not, like, 75 days. These were twins, right? Yeah. Okay. Dear God. Like, right? I'm surprised they <laughs> lived, but I guess the umbilical cord's still attached, so, like, they're still getting their nutrients that way. I guess, yeah. 75 days. It's, How many months is that? That's too much. Man. Well, I late. see what I could see happening. Why didn't they do, I guess, Poland? I don't, they couldn't give her a know. C-section? That's but, what I was wondering, too, but... I'm thinking, like, once they start getting older, that compounds the difficulty of the labor because they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. You know what I mean? And they do a lot of growing those first two months. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand how, how it could be 75 days of labor. Mm-hmm. I thought that was weird. I mean. Did you, you fact know, check this? Where'd you pull that from? I <laughs> Did I fact check this? No, I didn't have our people fact check this. I, I pulled it off off of the good old intranet. Yeah, you know? but like, where'd you look at like, this fact? Yeah, it's, it was somewhere on the internet. Uh, I just, I literally, okay. I literally Googled, uh, you know, the longest uh, labor, labor okay. and this is what came up. That's, you know, so. yeah, I mean. But I mean, if that's true, yeah, it, there's a lot of questions on that, but that just, I just sound, I certainly hope a bit weird. My fiance's labor is not that long. No, I don't, yeah, that would yeah. be. I think uh, her first one was nine hours, which is very short. Um, oh, really? Yes. Yeah. For a first time, yes, it's very short. And, uh, and they say the second one's shorter, so we'll see. Yeah. So to recap, if you ever were to raise Superman, you probably want to quit your job. Yes. <laughs> right. Work from home. Get a doctor in philosophy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Instill the, the morals into your child. Yes. Right. The and best ones I can manage. Mm-hmm. Raise it on super, super, uh, superhero movies mm-hmm. and, uh, hope for the best. Yeah, hope for the best. Yeah. Dude, could you imagine? Uh, I don't want it. And now it's time for old news. Hello, everyone. This is Old News, where me and Will will talk about old past episodes and things that we've come back or heard about and just talk about them again. Indeed. We actually have the friend that we just mentioned, Haley, and she was listening to episode 10 and she brought up the fact, I think it was one of the Fritz facts where I talked about the serial killer who had the most uh, kills. Right. The guy with the really boring name. Yeah, it was like, uh, what was it? Shipman? Harry Shipman? Harry Shipman, yeah. <clears throat> so she writes, Haley writes, so not to get creepy on everyone here, but I read this book on serial killers. Creepy. Uh, once I'm positive, the man uh, Tom spoke about during the Fritz Facts who killed 200 or more people was referred to as Dr. Death. Oh, no, that's a cool name. Right? I know. That does sound like, you That's know. too cool. Well, I mean... <laughs> I guess he deserves it. He did kill the most people, so mm. it's like, if anyone's Dr. Death, he is. I kind of feel like I see Spider-Man fighting, fighting Dr. Death. <laughs> yes, definitely. You know what I mean? uh, he was active during the time I was living in England, and mm. it still trips me out to this day. He was finally caught in 1998, 
a few weeks after I returned home to the States with my mom from seeing the family. Wow. He mostly killed elderly people, so that's how he got away with so many. You know, Haley, sounds like your Dr. Death. Very <laughs> convenient timeline there. Dude, could you imagine if <laughs> Haley was Dr. Death? Um, you know what I thought? This was funny. She she actually had another one for us, and this was in uh, episode 8, Abracadabra. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was ta- how we were talking about if someone on the Simpsons staff could predict a future. Mm-hmm. She said, remember that time when Back to the Future Part 2 predicted the World Series win in 2015? Someone the, should talk to that guy, too. The Royals? The Royals, I think, won in uh, no, I think it was, oh, was it the Royals, not the Cubs? Yeah, no, they won in 2016. The Cubs won in 2016? Yes. Okay, I think that's what she meant. Because in the oh. movie, uh, they had a thing where the Cubs win won the... The World Series. Okay, well, they won in 2016, but That's... that movie does take place in 2015. Oh, I thought it was 2016. No, no. Oh, it was 2015. 2015. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, maybe it was mistaken. So they're off by a year. Oh, but you know what? Someone could probably predict the future from that movie, too. No, no doubt just, it. Yeah, I doubt it, too. <laughs> so... <laughs> was there any other old news? Uh, no. Those those oh. were the two that we had, um, that somebody had uh, brought up. Well, thank you, Haley. Yes, thank you very much. We do enjoy those. Um, I wanted to bring up the conversation you brought to me about, what was it, in episode um, 10, right? A Murderous Mutation. We talked about superpowers, mm-hmm. right? If you oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And a lot of people actually agreed. We did get a lot of people uh, writing in about teleportation. Yeah, it's the best power. Mm-hmm. And I remember that after we recorded this, this is this is actually probably a couple weeks after, uh-huh. uh, you brought up this conversation where you said, man, imagine if you could teleport to Disneyland. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. And I just thought that was so interesting because then you and I started going well, you love details. Disneyland. Let's oh, start lo- oh, there. Oh, yes. You I love Disneyland. Disneyland. If I, could- I haven't been in 10 years. Yes, I, me and my wife were annual pass holders. You know, we were so sad when it shut down with COVID, and then they took away the annual pass holder, mm-hmm. um, the whole program. I'm hoping yeah. they're going to bring it back. They well, probably will. We also we know someone who works for Disneyland, and uh, she said that they're never bringing it back for a reason. I know, but I have to keep hope up, hope alive. You know, okay, yeah. But um, I did think it was interesting because, like, we started talking about that, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Well, okay, if you could teleport to Disneyland, mm-hmm. you'd have to do it." When no one else could see you. Yes, absolutely. Because, like, like, imagine like maybe just, five minutes before closing. Right? Yeah. Um, imagine ruining, like, people's family. Kids would probably grow up needing a shrink, needing to go get therapy <laughs> by seeing this. Mom, look at this man. He just appeared out of nowhere. Like, maybe. I you would know? think the, the, the bigger problem is uh, Disneyland is notorious for having cameras almost everywhere. Yeah, and so And so true. the main thing is, like, you have to really find the locations that you know don't have cameras. Mm-hmm. And you're probably safe doing it five minutes early. I would personally choose like a particular bathroom stall yeah. that I knew really well. But then you would run into the problem that you would hope no one would be in that stall. At well, that's that why you do it five minutes before. So, so yeah, before yeah, yeah, opening, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah, and that's hope, true. The, the only thing that could happen is if a janitor employee was going to the bathroom. That's the yeah. only one. Which but I think would five be very minutes rare. Before opening, I think, I think yeah. you're probably safe. Yeah, it would definitely have to be done before it's opening mm-hmm. and in a in a very private. Yeah. <clears throat> in a very private place. Yeah, Otherwise, and then and then definitely um, you don't want to come out until the park's been open for 10 minutes. So you do have to save 15 minutes, you know, on your phone on the toilet. But then after that, you're clear. Yeah, and then you just walk in mad. Yeah, that'd be fun. Dude, could you imagine? And that has been Old News.
And that is all we have for you tonight. We will continue to bring you up-to-date coverage as new imaginings develop. Please don't forget to leave an iTunes review, like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Remember you can follow us on YouTube and on Twitter at DCY Imagine. And if you would like to contact us or tell us what you are imagining, you can email us at dudecouldyouimagine at gmail.com. This has been Fritz Frivolous, and from all of us here at Dude Could You Imagine, keep on imagining. <laughs> God, the name for this one. We'll see.